The following programming is sponsored by Six Feet Over Under Productions. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or Beasley Media Group. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Heart of Sports with Jason Springer and Jeff Cohen, powered by ELAC 825. We are thrilled to join you on WWDB 860 AM 97.5 HD2, part of the Beasley Media Group, ready to help you move into the weekend, talking about all the news in the world of sports. Jeff, I wanted to start off talking football, asking if you watched Thursday Night Football, and then I said something in our pre-show prep that has now taken us off course. And I'm just going to start with happy anniversary and turn it over to you. <sighs> I never. You know what? I'd this is talking you know, about so. Hold on, on before you do this. This is the time the disclaimer actually comes in handy. So normally we'll have a guest on the show, <laughs> and that guest will say all kinds of profound things. Right. And Jeff will I. We'll try and ask them questions, and we'll try and sound smart. And when we don't have a guest, and we just get to well, talk to, to each fair, other, we had guests. We they did. were just preoccupied. Yeah, they're busy. And, and this is where we show our skill at at audibling. So now Jeff wants me to talk about it. Is just I mentioned to him it. that it was the twenty second <laughs> anniversary of uh, blowing up my dad's kitchen, making uh, brownies for a friend's birthday. Uh, went for his twenty first birthday, and uh, Jeff found the story rather funny and doesn't understand how it happened. So he wanted to ask me about it. Go ahead, Jeff. I just asked you about it. Just tell us. Oh, my dad was away in Florida, and we decided yeah. to celebrate twenty first birthday, making some special brownies for him. And you know, you cover the oil, the simmer on the stove, and my friend. Did no, that. I don't know these things. I Go know, ahead. You haven't done that, Jeff. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a Boy Scout. So oh yeah. yes, yes, of course. <laughs> and uh, my friend took the cover off the stove. And look, if you have a grease fire, this is a PSA. Okay. You should use baking powder, you should use a towel, you should use a fire extinguisher. The one thing that you should not use on a grease fire is water. Because when you put water, it makes a grease fire into a fireball. And that's what happened in my dad's kitchen. And so as quick as the fireball went up, it went back down, and there was the side of the cabinet was on fire, the light cover flew through, the plastic blinds were melting together as my friend who was celebrating his 21st birthday, said, you got to get Aaron here, bro. Yeah. I wish people could see my face right now. Yeah. And I don't often say that. Well, so you like the part of when I called my dad. <laughs> no, I, I, just, I just like that we've just turned the show into like Breaking Bad Philadelphia. Look, <laughs> nobody ever thought that I was the responsible one the on the South show. Jersey I'm not suburban the athletic edition. one. I may ask an occasional good question, but clearly you've got a lot more going. And than apparently I baking isn't your skill either. Well, I got so the funny thing is, if I were doing it, I actually wouldn't have put water on it because my parents had owned restaurants. That right. was the hard part is trying to explain to people how you're we only could making have yourself look worse. This. You know that, right? Look, this is 20 years ago, and my in laws know about it, so whatever. You know what? <laughs> we all have anniversaries. I, you don't I, have I just, one. I just, up your I just didn't kitchen? expect you to walk in. Look, I think anniversaries are a great thing. I, I just, I didn't expect you to walk in and say. You know, it's my anniversary, and I'm expecting you to talk about like <laughs> your marriage, and it, and instead, I get this. Uh, it, was, it was an interesting it, time. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who still know about right. it, and now more people know about it because you have me talk about it on the so, radio. So, since, so. since we do a sports show, we I do. guess we should weave it. What in. is the athletic part of blowing up my dad's kitchen? Mm, Tell it's me, not. It, it just shows that you have another lack of skill like, oh, okay. like, so, so, so this we, is just we, the latest attempt to embarrass me and show that i'm not really good at anything there we go look you, sh- you should not walk in and say it's my anniversary if you don't want this uh, brought up in public note to but, self but don't now, talk in the pre-show we know as we've learned from trying out for for the blue coats i didn't that do that you well. can't dribble between your legs nope <laughs> no. well you can i didn't play but, well in the iron pigs media softball game i did get a hit you got a hit that but that, that was like a pity hit though come on <laughs> like 
Y'all are trying to make me feel good about it. There was myself. some, yay. Yeah, there, yeah, there, there, there was a golf clap or two. And, and just, now we know, even though you're a big wig who helped get the, the passage of, of marijuana in New Jersey, that you apparently can't bake a pot brownie. Yeah. Without blowing something didn't up. Didn't work out very well. Um, yeah. My dad asked if everything was okay. I said, well, we're all okay. <laughs> goes, so what isn't? Well, but to be fair, I do think you're good at this. Yes. So let's just talk and do this. Yeah, we'll, we'll calm down. How did we'll that? Talk how did that work? Yeah, no, it, it works because you're red enough right now. Oh my god! Well, yeah. I never really thought I would talk about it in public, especially yeah, on the well, radio. But you decided to go there. Can we go back to ha- some sports that's now? Where I'm not destroying things. Confide in me, apparently. So, what other things would you like studio. to bring up today? Now that we have a whole show to talk, and look, we love our guests. Yeah. It's a blast when we have them. You know, we've had. Let's talk about it for a, f- a few weeks. We've had some great guests. We had David Marinus recently. We mm-hmm. talked about. Um, his new book, we had all these different guests. Do you, do you have like a favorite recently? In well, terms Kevin of, Bacon. Of course. Again, not, not a sports guy, but a Philadelphia guy. I enjoyed the, the Rise of the Black Quarterback book in that conversation. I was really interested by that. It too. was a great book. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it is a great book, and that's the fun thing. Like we we get to do all these things. We we started the hardest sports book club because there was all these sports books and authors out there. So if you have any, we needed to find a way to get you to read. Is that <laughs> is essentially what we needed to do? <laughs> the funny thing is, before this show, I don't read for pleasure. I know, I, I just don't. Uh-huh. You know, I, I write a column about being a forty year old dad, and when they ask me to do it, I'm like, why? Who's going to read that? Do you like, proofread it? It's my wife reads. Okay, actually, we, she she writes it with me. We write it together. That's why it's actually good. <laughs> you have a ghost writer, and your ghost writer is not a ghost. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, she should have her picture on the column. Again, you of just me. confess to something that. Look, I'm nothing if not an open book for the mm-hmm. listeners, Jeff. You know. Yeah, you are. All right. So let's. Where do you want to start? <laughs> you want to start baseball, basketball? No, we were just talking about the blue coats. Why don't we talk basketball? All right, so let's start with basketball. We can start with with the NBA or the WNBA. Well, the NBA is like off the court news. Let's start with the WNBA. They're into the semifinals. It's it's off the court news because they're not playing yet? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not because Chet Holmgren is hurt now. That happened on the court? Yeah, Garden LeBron James, right? Uh, Look, I said this to you before. The guy is about, I'm holding up my finger, (laughs) is about that thick. And every guy that comes into the NBA with that body type you know, everybody wants him to do well. And I want. I, I watched him, and I hate to say this, I watched him in summer league games. And he looked... I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I, I figured you would be. Jeff, from when we started this show, never would have made a statement like, I watched him in summer league. <laughs> I, I have a newfound appreciation. In, in fact, it. you would have made fun of me for saying that I watched I, him in I, summer I league. Well, you're watching it like two in the morning, too. But But he played really well. And... I had no doubt he was not going to make it through a full season. I'm not a doctor. I just, he, he doesn't have the body type to hang, you know, to be able to hang with LeBron James. And that, that's how he got, it was a fluke injury. Uh, but it's a Liz Frank and that's a tough one. Yeah, it's, a whole, it's at least a full season. Yeah, that's a tough one to come back from. You got to feel and, for OKC you, fans. Now look, they have like a million draft picks. Well, well that that's, control that's the, draft the thing. For... So now they're going to be in the running for the French guy. And so they're just going to keep <laughs> stockpiling. You're getting, next week's show, you have to learn the French guy's name. You're not allowed to just get with, get it by with the French guy. That is definitely not going to fly. Uh, I have until he gets show. drafted. How's no, that? that is not going to work for that yeah. long. No. But now you have people saying that they shouldn't play in these summer league, the, these these tournaments. Why not? Do you agree? It was an allowed activity. It's in his contract. <laughs> you were so on the fence right now. 
they got to play somewhere. Right. Where are you going to play basketball if you're not going to play there? I just think, look, it, how is he going to get better experience than playing against LeBron James? That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, if but you people wait- are in up in arms that he was playing in one of these tournaments, and I don't understand why. It's it it's not like there's not doctors there. There's referees there. It's completely different than what we'll talk about later with the NFL with these scrimmages. These these are opportunities for young players to get experience. Isn't against the talent that they're going to be playing in the NBA. You I don't can't know. get that from just playing in your, in your practices. I don't know how they could even bar that if they wanted to at this point. And I mean, those leagues have become... I'll tell you how they can bar it. They just put it in their contracts. It's pretty simple. Could they do it? Okay, I know. Okay, Mr. Lawyer. Lawyer. Yep, could here we could go. they do it with the back contracts, though? Like, all these guys have contracts that say it's allowed. Jet did nothing wrong. He, it was allowed in his contract to play an organized activity in that league. Yes. So it, can they go back in that contract and reopen it that he's already signed and take it out because they don't like it now? And everybody else who has that, or does it have to be no? Going but it would, it would be it in, in the next contracts. But if you put it in enough people's contracts, then they have nobody to play. Well, with. look, I think when they collectively bargain the whole thing again, they're going to have a lot to talk about with how these players have the, handled what, it. What the Ben Simmons rule, the Kevin Durant, the Kyrie rule. Irving now, rule, Kevin Durant. Now, you know how you feel if you're a Nets fan, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. Yeah, I but, wanted to be but here you know all how, along. But you know how most fans are. They just don't care after five minutes. No. So, so, I mean, I would have a hard time rooting for a bunch of guys who don't really want to be there. No, There's nobody on that team that wants to be in Brooklyn. I think, think Ben about wants it. to be there. Who? Ben. He no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't want to play basketball. <laughs> there's nobody on that team that wants to play there. But and, he's cleared for three on three, Jeff. And, so and he's going to be back in time. And yet... They're they're going to be a favorite to win the championship yeah, I, if they all show up. And I play. didn't want the Sixers to trade their whole team for Durant, where like we had no bench. But I right. wouldn't have minded him going to the Western Conference, where we wouldn't have had to deal with them in the East. How how happy are the other owners that Joe Sy took a stand and said, "No, I'm well, not just trading you." It isn't that. The question is whether they take the stand now or they take it in the collective bargaining agreement when they negotiate it again. But they have to take a stand. They can't have it. Well, he it did. Like I'm, I'm saying that the other owners but, are probably pretty happy that he stood up and said, you got four years left on your deal. So are the other... And you're trying to force your way out when things don't go your way. So is this a precedent that other owners will have the will to follow? Or will they cave because they want to make a move or get rid of the person. It'll like, be, it'll is be is spi- this a trend or a, a you know a spot start? No, it's going to be spine specific. It's going to be specific. which owner has the spine to stand up and say no. I don't think a lot of owners necessarily would be able to say. But there's so much stuff. Like if you want to cover a team this year, the Nets are the team to cover. If you're a reporter, think about all the stuff that's going to go on just in practices. Kevin Durant supposedly said, "I want you to fire." The general manager and coach and the coach who I wanted in the first place for me to co- consider coming back. Owner says, no, I support them. He's now back. If you're the coach, do you trust Kevin Durant? Well, you have no, ever. You have no choice but to put it in because you're not going to win without him. But no, no, I I'm, not, I'm not saying they shouldn't play him. I'm just saying that as a coach. Do you think that any of these players have your back? You know Kyrie Irving doesn't have your back. I don't think any of them are bought in. Kyrie's been trying to get to the Lakers all offseason. Ben's sitting there playing video games, and Kevin Is trying he? to get out everywhere. Ben Simmons playing video well, games? Well, no, apparently, well, he had his video game room. But apparently he's coming back, and he's on the court playing 3 what, and 3. What video game is Ben Simmons playing? Oh, he always plays. It's like Call of Duty. He, he's a big gamer. Can he, can he hit the targets? Oh, stop it. 
Oh, come on. You're ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the, the Lakers traded for Patrick Beverly yeah. or Russell Westbrook. <laughs> He's on his way out of Lakers now, isn't he? Uh, look, I thought he was out on before, but I don't know where he fits now. Are you, you can't you can't have those two in the backcourt, can you? A little sick? No, you can't. Right? No, it, it just doesn't work. Little Sixers um, off-season news. Uh, are you following along like you used no. to with the Ben Simmons videos of his jump shot, the skinny pictures of James Harden practicing? No, because it can change <laughs> from day to day. How many times have we seen? Fat James Harden versus skinny James Harden. It, it, it literally is just like water weight for him. He somehow can, if he wants to get traded, he balloons up within seconds. I don't know how he does this. Well, right now I mean, he's don't, in don't, don't trade me. Don't mode, you remember when he was with the Rockets? Yeah, and he had all the fat suit on and he showed up. up in, he showed up in Brooklyn and he was like 30 pounds lighter right. the next day. And then he wanted out of Brooklyn and yeah. somehow the fat suit was back. And now he's sitting there taking pictures in, in a wet t-shirt. All right, well, you know who's not doing that? The, the teams in the WNBA aren't doing that. They're in the semifinals right now. They're, they're starting, and they've got two exciting matchups with the teams that were the top four teams all season. Mm-hmm. Are you able to, to watch these games, and what's your thought when, when you watch them in terms of it seems like they have all these young players now that are complementing the, the larger names, the Sue Birds that are moving on. They've got this next generation that's playing in, in these semifinals right now. And are you asking me if I can watch them? Yeah, the answer is I can watch them. I actually like what I. To me, it's a different game, and I actually like that game of basketball. It's, it's a not, skill game, exactly. It's not all dunking. No, so it's so if you're somebody who likes to see the shooting and the passing and and the skills that come along with fundamental basketball, you actually get a better product at times from the WNBA than you do from the NBA. By the way. I hate when I ask a question the wrong way. Of course you can watch it. Why would I ask the question well, that way live on the air? Uh, I decided I would be literal. You took it the other way. So yeah. the, the Sky won all four games in the regular season, but only by four and a half points against the, the Sun. And then the Aces are playing the Storm. And the Aces have now the coach of the year and Becky Hammond, who made the transition from the bench under Greg Popovich with the Spurs to now coach of the year with the Aces and as her team in the semifinals. And, and did anybody have any question that she was going to be successful? Wherever, whether it was, was in the NBA or the WNBA. I was more surprised that she didn't make the leap right to the NBA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think eventually that's where she's going to end up. She can coach. Regardless of where she coaches, she wins. It doesn't matter what she does. It's like Dawn Staley when she's out there. It doesn't matter where you put her. It doesn't matter what talent you give her. She gets the most out of them and she wins. Wouldn't you love to see Dawn Staley coaching here, though? Oh, I want her to coach the Philadelphia women's basketball team when they have a WNBA but why team. Why can't she coach the Sixers? Well, because they won't get rid of... Doc, Doc Rivers, Rivers. <laughs> because that would mean that the Sixers would have to play young players on the court, Jeff. <laughs> we don't do that here. All right, so my part of the segment for WNBA, have you seen the ratings that are up? I know you <sighs> hate talking ratings, yeah, but they're up 16% this season. They, like Their viewership, no matter where you look, the draft was up 20%. Mm-hmm. On social media, they're 36% increase, a 99% increase on their web traffic. Right. For a league that's looking to expand and looking to get a foothold, these are the metrics that you want to take to advertisers and say, look, 
you want to be with our brand. We have audiences here that we're growing, and they may not be the same audience that you're already targeting with your traditional sports budgets there. Yeah, now the question is whether it's going to translate into compensation for the players. Because as we know, the compensation for WNBA players is paltry at best, which is the reason that you had situations like Brittany Griner, who's going over to Russia to play because she can get better perks and better pay oddly in Russia than she can get in the United States. And there's still players... It doesn't make any sense. I have yet to be able to figure out how that could possibly be. There's still players that are going to play overseas that are... They no, make well, more no. money the, over there well, yeah, than but they that, can by playing here. But you just said why they would. If they got compensated better, they wouldn't go over there. Isn't that the chicken or the egg conversation, though? Do you have to grow the base of the league to have enough money to pay the players more? Like, Do you think that they... I, there's always a question of league revenues versus what you compensate with the players with. And I don't know the league revenues versus the players' competition, whether that balance is correct. But if you grow the pie for the league, you would assume that there is more money to then give to the players as they collectively bargain again. Well, but you just said the leverage. ratings are up. If ratings are up, that means that compensation should be up for the league. And if compensation's up for the league, then it should be up for the players. Yeah, but you know that the ultimate compensation comes in the TV deals. Right. We didn't even get to talk well, about it, it. Yeah, but if the ratings are up, aren't they going to get a better deal? You would think so. And right. when they get a better deal, then the teams get more money and they have more money to give to the players. So like, it has to, it, it's trickling but the growth, I mean, even even the way that they're traveling from games makes well, no sense. I mean, they should have charter flights. Yeah, it's it, ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense it, to me that this is the way that this it, is operating. I continue to be of the opinion that you cannot call yourself a professional league and and make your players figure out their travel. On, on yeah, and I, and I know people. Travel. I know people are sitting there going, "What's the big deal? They're traveling in first class." If anybody's ever been on a plane for three or four hours, regardless. You don't get off the plane and you're not spry and ready to bounce around and play basketball. It's just not optimal for the body to be going back and forth in time zone changes and things like that. So you have to do what you can to make sure that the athletes are able to play in the best possible way that they can. Absolutely. I mean, that's look, let's let's take that to football now in terms of the athletes being in the, the best possible condition. This week we saw the Eagles joint practice with Miami canceled. Stomach bug, Jeff. Do you think they actually play the game tomorrow night? <laughs> yeah, I think they do play the game. Are you surprised money. that they practice? Right, they it's money. That, that's why. Apparently, half the no. team like wasn't available with a stomach bug. No, I. I mean, look from what's going on with all of these these practices between teams, they don't make sense to do it. It it doesn't from everything that you're seeing that's going on from the fights to to all the other nonsense that goes on. It seems to be, at least from what you were hearing from players, is this is a bad idea. I think it's actually going to go in the other direction. And they will start to broadcast those inner practices. No, they're not. Oh, yes. No, they're not. They already let people run around in shorts and shop it off to people like me as skills. Especially after what happened with Aaron Donald, there is no way that they're going to be able to broadcast. You think that so, the NFL teams are going to allow broadcasting? They of, have of reporters open in there and video, not the whole time, but I think they will allow certain things for them to see. Yeah, they're not going to. It's not going to replace the preseason games as far as broadcast. You're not going to get to watch the no, entire no, I open didn't practice. Say, I didn't say replace it additional revenue streams no. this is the nfl There's, they make no. revenue out of everything there is so let's no talk way about what happened in this practice it the ended aaron, with the, aaron the donald practice. swinging two bengals helmets at people at people's skulls at a weapon yes now apparently the league is not going to do anything they can't but the rams can 
Yeah, okay, well, let's start with the league. Why can't they? Because it's because the way that the league has set it up is that each team is responsible for governing their own practices. Otherwise, what you're asking is for the NFL to now get tape of every single practice and see what happens in every single practice and spend the entire offseason policing what happened in practices. You can't do it. It's not practical. So at some point, you have to say, well, the players should be responsible for the, their own health and the health of those that they're playing against. I mean, you don't think it's a good idea to uh, hit people with helmets? Uh, we have had, like, Dr. Omalu on the show to talk about concussions. We've talked about concussions for years. They're all wearing the, extra padding on their helmets yeah, the, on the linemen the, right the, now. The league, well, no. The, not anymore. The, hel- the helmets that he was holding well, in not, his it hand It was only the first couple weeks. It's not anymore. I think they've reached the period after that. If anybody's held an NFL helmet, they're hard. It, and if you hit somebody who's not wearing a helmet with it one hurts. of those, you're going to get a concussion if not crack your skull open. And he's lucky that somebody did not get their skull cracked open. That being said, it's up to the Rams whether or not they're going to punish him. My guess is they'll give him some monetary fine, but they're not going to say we're going to take our best player and not play him in opening day. That's not happening. How does that go over with other teams in the NFL? Who, I mean, haven't we seen suspensions for players swinging helmets before and stuff? At their own teammates. Because oh, that's jeopard- much more acceptable. Cause, cause they're, no, because I'm it's glad je- we have that clear line there of, of when it's okay to swing. I'm, I'm not. It doesn't get lost on me that that would be hypocritical. <laughs> I'm just telling you that the player, the teams are more worried about what happens to them than what you think the Rams care what happens to the Bengals. No. No, they don't. But the thing that's that's concerning is you hear more and more of these stories where they have these intra-squad practices is that uh, that because these guys are playing for multiple days together, it's just agitating. It gets chippy. Yes. And, and apparently things there's cheap shots that are going on all the time and there are no refs that are there to call penalties or the league's not there to do fines. So it's kind of a powder keg waiting to happen. But so some what, of the coaches the seem to really like it, though. Like Sirianni says, it's the of best. Of course work they, they get. do. The coaches wish that they could have seventeen preseason games too, but then they don't play the players in them. Like they'll play the Dolphins tomorrow night, and very few Eagles starters will actually make it on the field tomorrow night. Right, but if you but if you're a coach and you have a roster that's a certain number of players, and you have an extra hundred players that you could sit there being evaluated. You want to have as many preseason games as possible. You think Aaron Donald was playing in that whole scrimmage? No, he probably played for a few plays and then he was out. He did his walkthrough, he did a couple plays, and he was going to get out of there, but instead he decided to slug somebody over the head with a helmet or two. Yeah, NFL keeps getting some uh, headlines. But that it's they dangerous. Don't want. You, can't, you can't, I mean, you're hearing all of these injuries in, in practices before the season starts. Look, nobody's going to lose, nobody's going to cry, especially nobody in here that the Cowboys. Uh, season just kind of took a yeah, turn Tyron for the worse. Smith with a huge but, injury. But when you, you know, all it takes is one of these injuries and some of them are complete flukes. Well, that's, There's nothing you can do about them. But still, if they weren't practicing, maybe it wouldn't have happened. Well, that's why, I mean, there was the big uproar earlier this season when the Eagles started and they weren't really spending much time on the field. They were spending a lot of time in the classroom and, and doing walkthroughs, but mm-hmm. not hitting in the they said that their past studies showed that they had more soft tissue injuries because of how they were approaching it. And so the thought was, well, are they going to be ready on week one? And then you have this other school of thought where people are out there and they're getting hurt. And does that reinforce the thought process of, we don't want to put them out there because we don't want them to get hurt. 
I mean, you're a Giants fan, unfortunately for you. And we saw me? we we saw what happened with your dra- number one draft pick the other day. Clean block. I, right to uh, well, I disagree. It was a clean block. It wasn't. I don't think it you should shouldn't be. be but, you should not be going low, especially in a preseason game. But it's legal. Okay. Tell me it's not. There's a difference between legal and... You could still have a cheap shot that's not that's legal. It, in my opinion, it, it was a legal block. But you you see your like I you you weren't even watching. I texted you and I was like that does not look good. And you're like what? And I'm like oh you're not gonna want to see the replay of this one. Yeah, it was not good. No, it's not good. And I mean you're seeing lots of different injuries going around there. And so you know the hope the Eagles stay healthy. We'll see what they do tomorrow night. The one other story that, who's playing tomorrow night? Who from the Eagles team plays beyond the first drive of the game? Is any any Eagles offensive starter playing after the first drive? No. I think the question is, you know, Jalen Rager and guys like that. You got the guys so battling who's for going the fifth to spot. these games now. Somebody who wants a night out to watch a football game? It's not a football game. Well, it's an organized scrimmage. It's not even that. It's it's the the leftover guys that are gonna go play in whatever league we've come up with now. Is the USFL still around this year? And the XFL. Yeah. I mean, they're all auditioning for jobs. They're auditioning in other camps. There's mm-hmm. practice squads. So, I mean, they'll play hard. I mean, I watched the Eagles later in the of game. Of course they'll play hard. The, the Eagles had the Olympic hurdler who got deep for the, the reception for a touchdown. I mean, fun things do happen y- late yeah, in the game. Yeah, let's, let's talk about overreactions. Oh, by please. the way. Well, look, we're Eagles uh, fans. We're good at overreactions. Well, no, I mean, it's everyone. But, yes, Eagles fans are prone to overreaction. The guy scored against, what, the fifth team on the other team? I mean, come on. Yeah. Yes, he's fast. Bravo. Is he going to make the team? I they have a lot so. of wide they receivers. They have a lot of wide receivers. I think they'll try and stash him on the practice squad, but I don't know. I mean, he's beyond fast, and he's shown he's able to catch, so I don't know if another team Can goes Can he return a punt or a kick? I don't know what the... See, the special teams is what I'm not sure about with this team right now. Okay, so last year, if I recall correctly, Jalen Rager couldn't catch anything that yes. came near him. This is correct. Right? So why would you not try... This guy, who's blazing fast. I think they've been trying everything to get rid of Jalen Rager. I don't think they want him on, on the roster. So then why, then, then why isn't he given the opportunity? I'm not sure who they're going to give the opportunity to to return. Well, I'm asking. You're, you're the Eagles fan. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. Have you seen him return a punter kick? No, I haven't seen okay. him return yet. So, I mean, we'll see what they end up doing. The one thing I, I did want to close with before we go to break, we'll come back, we'll talk baseball and everything. Did you see the Bills situation that... Um, is developing but the guy they refer to as the punt god who kicked an 85 yard punt yeah. yeah so he was accused in a civil suit of of gang rape right and allegedly uh, how, how many years ago was that? uh he was 17 <laughs> oh wait he, no he was accused it was last year okay and he was accused was of gang a raping a 17 year old right. girl an underage girl mm-hmm. um his attorney says it's a shakedown and mm-hmm. not true the thing I don't understand about the Bills is, from a purely football standpoint, they've known about this since July, and last week they cut their backup kicker. Why do you... How did we not know about it? Not you and I. Because how, the suit wasn't public or wasn't filed? If they knew about it, the league had to know about it. They had to know right? about it. I don't know that Buffalo knew about it when they drafted him, but I had heard that they knew in July already. And I just but, don't. But, under- your, but your issue is is that they shouldn't have cut the other punter. Well, because how do you even know if he's going to play? You got Deshaun Watson being suspended for his personal conduct policy. Right. You've got this guy being accused of gang, gang rape of an underage 
girl. Allegedly, right. I understand. But the NFL but the does has- a lot of things based on allegedly. That's how they make their decisions right now. But here's another example of the NFL not getting ahead of things. Absolutely. Right? So this is another, now they have to react because they haven't been proactive. We believe. And now, now, maybe they did their investigation beforehand, but history shows us that they haven't done a great job with us. No, you would just think that at some point they would get in front of things with their teams and say, look, this is going to be a problem. Like, I don't understand what a team is thinking that there won't be blowback for these accusations. There are never good sexual assault allegations. These are especially bad, Jeff. Underage minor, you can't, like, I don't understand what these teams are doing. There, There were fans outside the Browns games wearing shirts last week saying, get me a massage. Like, this is sports. This isn't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little purist about it, but I don't get it. Why? You going to teach your kid that? You going to put your kid out there with a shirt on like that? That's the risk if you allow people to, or you allow your kids to idolize athletes without knowing anything about them. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's always the big concern is, you know, they are role models whether they want to be or not. And, and you have to decide as an owner of a franchise or if you're running a league, how you're going to deal with these things. Some leagues deal with it much better than others. You know, and the NFL has not been somebody who has dealt from the Michael Vick thing years ago to to Deshaun Watson to Ray Rice. I mean, you can go on and on. And I'm not saying that these are easy decisions for leagues or teams to make, but you're a private company that has an obligation to its fan base and to the general to general society. And you have to decide how seriously you're going to take it. That is a monopoly. Like yeah. nobody's going to. Very few people are going to force you to do something at this point. Correct. Like advertisers. So, so, so you have to make that decision. And if you're the, if in this case, if you're the Buffalo Bills, you got to make a decision. Yes, he's innocent until proven guilty. But is this what I want? Is this the kind of person I want my unif- wearing my uniform? Is this the kind? I mean, I I know people roll their eyes when I talk about this, but is this the kind of person that you're going to want a, your kid to wear their jersey? Like I have, I just, I just, I'll never understand. I think that's such a simple thing to say. If somebody's been accused of something, at least until we've gotten there and we know more, don't sell people the jersey. It's not that hard. Let's leave it there. We'll head to break. When we come back, we'll talk Phillies. We'll talk Union, golf. Stick with us. Operating engineers are the men and women that move mountains. And the Engineers Labor Employer Cooperative, ELEC, puts them to work. They create opportunities for the men, women, and union signatory contractors of Local 825, repaving our roads, keeping our homes bright and warm, and even building our favorite team stadium. We understand infrastructure. That's why ELEC and Local 825 are ready to get to work. Jeff, you were down at the Phillies game last night. You saw them beat the Reds to get the sweep. They're 70 and 55 overall, 65 and 41 against teams that aren't the Mets. I believe their record at this point is better than it was in 2008. They're playing very good baseball. Tell me the atmosphere down there last night for a complete game for Aaron Nola. Well, Nola pitched great. Um, I mean, he was on top of his game, but again, it was against the Reds. So I don't know how much you can tell by that. Schwarber had that long bomb of a home run. The atmosphere... 
it wasn't great yesterday. There weren't I, I, many fans. There weren't, and I'm I was very surprised because the last few games I've been to, it does seem like the crowds are picking up. So I would have expected more. I was surprised that there weren't many fans. They were loud, the fans that were there. Yeah. When you know when there was time to cheer, that Schwarber but, bomb but, was. The Schwer, very, the Schwer bomb that was very far. I would suspect that tonight, even though they're playing the Pirates with Harper coming with back. Harper coming back, I think that you're going to get more of an electric crowd tonight. But you asked me a question before we went on air that I actually want you to ask me on air. What question? Oh, come on! About the atmosphere and about watching at home versus watching in a stadium, and, and you. Well, I don't want to put the words in your mouth, so I'm giving you the opportunity. I went down to the game on Saturday night. And I, I love being in the ballpark. I love the atmosphere down there. But I feel like the things that they do at the ballpark are the same things they've been doing for 15 years at the ballpark. They play the same songs. They do the same scoreboard things. They, and I told the you. The fanatics about, in the same exact spots. And, during and I love innings, the right? fanatic. But like yeah. you put on, and I don't, I'm not going to sing the Mets praises, but you put on the Mets broadcast and oh, Diaz whoa. comes in the game Clip and they this. got trumpets going and the crowd's going crazy right. and the like Mr. Matt giving people the finger None of that finger. is going yeah. on uh-huh. here. There's no juice like that. There's it just it feels like something is missing to me. And I don't know what it is, but at the same time when you're talking about going down to a game, I'm trying to teach my 2-year-old and 5-year-old the game. Yeah, I can do it much easier with the box on the screen on the You're TV. You're not teaching to explain, them by example. I to explain, no, not the way I play. <laughs> but I can teach them more. My two year old is really getting into it, asking right. to watch it. Uh-huh. He understands when I tell him the box on the screen is where the ball has to be. If we're in the stadium, he can't see that. Right. It, his view may be blocked. He doesn't understand a lot of things on TV. There's more of an explanation. It's a different experience. So I'm not saying it's a better experience watching on TV. But I believe that the in-game experience, not the atmosphere of being at a ballpark, the cool thing about seeing the grass, watching the game, the, the things that the team does in the stadium have to improve to attract more fans there. What do you want them to do? You still can't get on <laughs> Wi-Fi there. If you want to take pictures and tell your friends they're there, it won't post, Jeff. Are you a millennial? How... I'm a functioning person right now. Okay, and and you can't go to a. I mean, yes, this is going to show our age differences, right? It's now. not okay. about that at yes, all. Yes, it is. If, if you're complaining about how good the Wi-Fi is, you're missing the whole point of. Okay, no, you got to let me finish here, okay? Because this, this is a. Gener- I'm so ready to jump. This is back a generational thing no, that it's ha- not. It has nothing to do with the sport. I'm talking about life. At some point in life. You have to stop living it through your screen. Sure you can. And, and so here's an... I took a, a cousin of mine to the game who hasn't been to a baseball game in, I think she said, 15 years or more. Yes. Okay? Has no interest in baseball. Yes. She couldn't have been more excited to go. Yes. She went. She didn't know a single one of the players. And she said, this is great. I get to sit here and talk and relax and I'm watching and I'm clapping it was her first time seeing all the things they do all the time. She was living outside of a screen. And, and so, yes, I understand we all have lives. And hold on. I understand we all have lives and we have people that we need to respond to. But sometimes you have to just put the screen down and sit there and say, I am somewhere right now with someone I care about, that I'm friends with, that I want to be with. And I can have two and a half, three hours and I can just talk to them and enjoy a game, and I'm not going to miss anything. Have you anything. taken your son to a game? 
Does he put his? I've taken my son to hundreds of. Your games. son is the bad example because he will actually watch a yeah, game. You, the average yeah, you, child you really, will not. This is, this is why you could never be a lawyer because you literally made an argument and I saw I your changed face. the question afterwards yes, when I realized I'm asking you went, about your son. Oh, oh bleep! In the middle, uh, you could see the wheels turning because yes, my son's the wrong person because I can tell you. That, that that relationship was partly built on the fact that we weren't looking for at our a parent sleep. trying to get their kid in the stadium, yeah. for somebody who is not a super fan that wants right. to gamble on the game, yeah. for somebody who wants to take pictures and share them with other people, right. you can't do any of those why things in have, the stadium. Why do you have to share pictures You don't the game? have to, but take there's the lots of people who want to. And just okay. because you don't want it doesn't mean that other parts of the fan base shouldn't be able to get it. It is completely irresponsible that this organization anybody. can't make these changes. I find it hard to believe that you can't post a picture of Facebook when you're in a Phillies game. Try to text or them. Instagram or whatever it is that you're on. Try to get on the Wi-Fi when there's people in the stadium. I don't care. Of course you don't. But the game is not just for you. It's the same reason that they're making the game faster. It's the same reason they're changing the start <laughs> time. They're not making because it they're faster. not doing it for you. Because you're going to go to the game regardless, yeah. and you're not the person they're trying to get in there. And if they want to well, grow their fan be. base, <laughs> the idea of Moving a game yeah. earlier where you said, what's the difference between 640 and 705? Right. That's an inning and a half to two inning with my kids who are going to bed. Well, to be, it's a huge to be change. Fa- hold on. To be fair, as, as I get older, I actually wanted to well, be yeah, you're going to go to bed sooner. anyway. <laughs> but if, seriously, though, if you want to get younger fans yeah. into the building, if you want to get casual fans. So your answer are, is better Wi-Fi. No, it's better amenities. It's like better what? entertainment. What People, else do you want them to do? Look, I hate to tell you, yeah. the product on the field isn't entertaining enough for the majority of people anymore. Then Baseball don't watch it. Are, but you can't survive as a sport like yes, that. Yes, you can. You you can just narrow cast yourself and say, if you're not able to sit here for three hours and turn your phone off and shut the world off and ignore you your family turn it and off. your kids, don't watch the game. Wait, that is, you would be just, the worst commissioner in the world. I am so glad we have no guests today so no, that we could do this. I, I am so I, glad. I just, I, you know, I'm one of those people that at every sporting event does not need noise every minute that there's not something happening. It's not about Hold on. noise. What do you want the Phillies to do? Now, remember, Bill Giles is the one who came up with ball girls and people coming in from the, from the, the sky. Tell me new, Hold new on. engagement Hold since on. then. They, ha- they have the fanatic. They they have they're shooting hot dogs at people during yes. in between innings. Those they're are all entertaining things. What more do you want them to do? More of it throughout the game to entertain people. There more opportunity. They've put in more things. They have the no, outfield now to go to. Right. You can walk around at the ballpark. Okay. That's not something that you would think about or care about because you just want to watch the game. But, but it's for going me, on. as a two year old and a five year old, I need things like that. There's they won't a stay playground. In their seat the There's whole a time. playground for them. There's which ice you don't cream and think is relevant because it's not the product on the field. So if they're not playing baseball, okay they that. don't have to put it in there. They don't need baseball helmet no. hats. They don't like they you really it's got, the you got product it, you, on the field no, here. Your advocacy has gone completely awry no. now. Yes, it is because I'm telling you, there's enough. And you're saying there's not. So I'm saying other than better Wi-Fi, what more do you want them to do? I'm saying everything from... They need to be better as a team. That's it. The other night, they tried something different with the broadcast. They broadcast from left field. You got different camera angles. You got talking to the players. And last week, they did a different broadcast where they brought Pete Rose on. That didn't work out quite as well. (laughs) But you're going to try things. I don't think they should try Pete Rose. But I think they should try more of that. Have you watched Diaz come in the game? 
Yes. Everything about that is a show. It is okay. made for a show for marketing. From the second he gets up, they follow him from the camera. They follow him out of the bullpen. They have the music going. They show that the That wasn't fans. the Mets idea. We don't have. That, that was Diaz's wife's it, idea. And it's awesome. Right? We got nothing like it. Oh, we got please. a dead ballpark that occasionally we cheer. So, so your answer is you want better walk-up music. No, I want more. Like, you, see, you want to simplify it because you yes. just want the product on the field to be the focus. And I'm telling you that you we, need a better. You're using an example you, that is. Of course, you need a better product no, on the field. Exactly. Well, that's what you need. You always there, need there, that. I, I had season tickets for a period of what was it, eight to ten years, where every single game was sold out. And they weren't doing anything different than they're doing now. And it was because the team is was better. Now, this team is somewhat exciting, but they're 10 I games out you, of first there's place. There's a lot more options for people to use their dollar on now than there was in 2008. Yes, but, but there's there, more TV channels for them to watch. Okay. There's more places for so them to what go. I'm asking you besides I'm Wi-Fi not, what you want. It's not about what I want. It's about these organizations needing to get more creative to get people in Do the door. Want. To say that it's the same as 2008 is naive. Trumpets aren't going to change anything. I, Vuvuzelas are not the answer. They've been in soccer for Should we just go back to talking about the product on, like, on the field no, then? No, if you're like, I, upset by this? No, I'm not upset by this. I, I'm okay with the way things are. But that's uh, the problem. You're okay with the way things are yes. in a sport that isn't expanding its fan base. But you've you've clearly thought about this. Yes. So tell me what the solution is. Uh, what do you want them to do other than Wi-Fi? I didn't say I have more <laughs> things. I said these are the things so what do that you want are them challenges do? for parents if you're going to a game. If you're going down to a game and you're trying to do any of number of things, go down there early. The game's a 7.05 yeah. start. That doesn't always work well for kids because by the time the closer gets in the game, it's 9.30 or 10 o'clock. Tell me what young kid is staying that late for a game. The young kid doesn't give a crap what's going on in the ninth it, inning. What do you mean they don't care? The, your two-year-old you is not going to care. Not the two-year-old, the five-year-old. Okay, so my son was a, is not the ideal argument for your case no, your right son now. would sit there and watch he, baseball From the all time day he was two night. and a half, he would sit there and watch all nine innings. But to be fair... If they di- if we didn't get up, if we didn't go two hours before the game and go to the playground and go where you could hit the wiffle balls, I don't know if he would have liked it as much. If if you you didn't have the food, if you didn't have the ice cream and a helmet. So your argument is there's too much there. No, I'm telling you there is enough there for to get kids. If, if this is about kids, young children, which is what appear to be what you're advocating. I just there's, think younger fans. There's it enough. It doesn't even have to be younger. There's they nothing need a kid's going to do for fans four hours. Watching baseball, whether it's people who come in casually because they put money on it. Is there enough for you? Who, I'm fine with it. I'll okay. sit and watch it. I don't mind. Is there it, enough for it? But I a watch twenty year old. No, I don't think so. Well, okay, so what I, more could they do for a twenty year old? See, that's where you don't like hearing or 21, about the Wi Fi. The twenty year old is on Snapchat and playing on their phone I and s- watching it through that. I see plenty of people on their phones doing all their Snapchatting sure. and all that other Instagramming and whatever else it is that I don't do. And by the I way, I see them all doing walk it. around the game. Yeah, it is not just twenty year olds on their phone, Jeff. Oh, I know. That. I, I know that. You better are than the most person people. that goes to the game and puts away your phone. You are the rarity. I, tr- I at try that to game. put okay, but so see, you're trying to create a situation that works for the way you like to watch the game, and I'm saying no. I don't believe that's the way the that people who are coming in that aren't the hardcore fan. Right. I'm not speaking to the hardcore fan. 
I'm speaking to the effort to broaden their fans. I know. And, and look, to be fair, I'm not even really talking about baseball. No, you're the, just the having re- fun the, no, arguing with me. No, no, that's not true. <clears throat> uh, this, this is, this is, this is, you're like pre- an all sports pre- stadium. No, this, this is, this is society in general. Yes. The, the, the way that you're looking at things, and, and it also applies to your job, your career, the way you do things with social media is different than the way I look at the world. And the way I look at the world is I, I've, I grew up in an era that I didn't look through my screen. Yes. Now, now, granted, I watched too much Seinfeld, but way too much. <laughs> way Seinfeld. too much. But I, I believe that you need to live life, and and I do that. Like I'll go to concerts, and I will see people watch an entire concert through their phone because they're recording it, and I don't know what they're going to do but with your it. Your assumption afterwards. there is that they're not living life. They're, they're not just living life differently. Than they're you living are. life through a screen. At but some point, you just pick it, it down just differently. They choose to live it that way. Put okay. Why do you need to put? Not you. You're using the wrong word. Need somebody wants to. They no, don't need. There to. are they're a lot of people to. that are just just like their addictions. To other things. There are complete addictions but, to to having to put your entire life for the. For people that you don't really but if care about or know, to, if they you want, need to show that instead of sitting there and saying, I'm with somebody I care about and I just want to sit here and I enjoy it. I think it's awesome that you want to do that. Yeah. There aren't a lot of people who want to do that. We'd, we'd be so better off. And, and so you're, I'm not saying I'm advocating you're wrong. for less Wi-Fi. Want, That's you, what I you want. You want utopia and happiness. And yes. I'm all for it. But they yeah. won't come to the baseball stadium if that's what it is all the I time. I think they will. So you're there just saying movie, if you build it, they that, will come. That's right. There's that, a movie that says that exactly guy. yes. But that's not true. I don't know. How many people are going to Oakland now to see a baseball game? Well, that's Oakland. That, you, you're How many use, are going to Tampa? Again, in some that's of these, Tampa. Look, even here Have you ever been this, to Tampa Stadium? Even in this market where it's a great stadium. Yeah. In other markets... Attendance isn't up everywhere. Wait, wait, there, there's still twenty five, thirty thousand people going to a Phillies game a night. Sure, there are. But this, okay, this so team, look, this team won their seventieth game of the season. They didn't yeah. win their seventieth game until September fifth last season. They're fifteen games over five hundred and two and a half games up on the second wild card spot. And? They actually have a magic number to clinch. They should have more than thirty thousand people down at the ballpark. No, now, they shouldn't. There's they, just like you said. There's more options. I hate to tell you that we're very close to the New Jersey Shore, and most people are there during the weekend. So, okay, so summer ends, ballpark will be packed. If they're if they're still in contention after Labor Day, I guarantee you that the numbers go up four, five, six thousand uh, people a game. I feel like there was. In and I know you don't bet anymore. I would be willing to. Bet I feel like there in two thousand eight, people went to the ballpark because it was fun to be at the ballpark with other people. I don't feel like that's there now. That's not talking about amenities and other stuff. People felt like it was the place to be. Yes, I don't feel like was. that is what's going on with this team right now, despite the way that they're playing. Wait, but, the, but that also applies to who's playing. I know that everybody wants to say you're a Phillies fan or a Mets fan or an Oakland A's fan, although there aren't many of those, as we've established. But it isn't just the the name on the front of the jersey. It's the back of the jersey. But they're so actually a fun no, team. No, no, no. No, they're not. Why not? Be- oh, yes, they have Bryce Harper. Okay? Tell me why they're not a fun team. They have guys, they have young guys that are playing hard and running. I'm they- going to tell you why there aren't, okay? I'll tell you exactly why. Shane Victorino was a personality. Ryan Howard was a personality. Jimmy Rollins was a personality. Chase Utley was a personality. Who's Cole a person Ham- that wants entertainment hold, now? Hold on. I'm telling you that this team isn't that team. 
they, there is not the charm and character and and, and just swag that, that was no, that team. No, there isn't, but there's a hardworking team on the field yes, right now. I'm not and criticizing. And this city normally likes that. But but there's, it's not a team yet to rally around. And, and JT Realmuto says lots of stupid things, uh, okay? So there, this is not that team. You can't compare those errors. And as you said, there are other things to do. I'm just telling you that... If they if they were in first place or if they were three games out of first place, it would be one thing. They got decimated by the Mets well, all season. The, yeah. They're 10 games behind them. You realize if the Phillies make the playoffs under the new scenario, they play all their playoff games yeah, on the road. Get, that was okay? so disappointing to find out, by the way. Yeah, that as, they as won't somebody have that's a, a season ticket holder, game. it sucks that they don't get one of the three Yeah, we games. won't get rally towels. Well, maybe they'll. Well, I don't need another rally towel. But yes, yes you do. No, I don't. <laughs> That's a problem. It, you can't get excited about something if you're not even going to have a chance to see your team in the playoffs. They would have to make it to the next round just to get a couple games. So your season's over, except for watching on TV, which is what you like more is to sit there so and you watch don't, on you TV don't think because you the, can see the box. You. You're the worst. <laughs> it's a it's a video game thing to you. I don't care. Like, look, and by the way, every half the people at the stadium think they can see the imaginary box because it is baffling well, to me. By the way, it doesn't Hold matter on. half the time anyway because the ball doesn't matter if it's in the box or out of the box. It's going to be called something else regardless. Uh, hey, hey, don't 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 go to the umpire. I know. Side, I love okay? the umps, but it's been a tough season hold, in some hold, of those games. Hold on. I could be sitting next to somebody on the third base line, and somehow they can tell from uh, a thousand feet away. That it's a striker or a ball. I sat behind one of those okay. the other night, Jeff, and they weren't on the third baseline. We were in the Hall of Fame club up behind home plate. Yeah. You couldn't tell the height of the ball ever. Right. And he knew there and every boom. pitch exactly. and was trying to get on the ump. So who cares if you have the box like, at home? Come on. Right. I, I'm just saying, I, I think that you, people can get an, a game experience on TV now that makes it harder for the in-game experience to compete with getting people to the ballpark. Well, maybe maybe since Bryce Harper did this in Lehigh Valley, maybe he can bring it back and he can buy everybody Mission Barbecue. I mean, it, I mean that's I'm, your feel-good story, you're right? So upset that's that he reason. didn't get Kyle that he didn't get uh, Scherzer's seven thousand dollars worth of food. He got barbecue for the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. He got Scherzer. Brett, well, Scherzer got seven thousand dollars worth of food for the Mets minor league team okay bryce, that, that's a better job bryce got mission barbecue and brad and, and marsh by the way, got chick-fil-a I like, I like that barbecue and, and, are you just and, upset and, you weren't invited for barbecue is that what this is about no I, i'm i'm just <laughs> and i'm sure the players like it you know it, it, but don't you want to say hey i'm gonna get you steak we're gonna take you all out for steaks for dinner or something Sure, but then he was called back to Philadelphia because he destroyed baseballs for two days and they decided not to keep him there longer. All right, so he's in the, the poor, lineup tonight. The poor Iron Pigs, they've been promoting Harper being there and now we got now you got Marsh down there instead. Oh, well, but Marsh is doing his thing. He's rehabbing. He wants to come back up. Uh, your concern level on Zach Wheeler and Sir Anthony Dominguez. I know nothing about what their injury. I mean, they say that they're going to be back. Wheeler's velocity was not down, which is huge that it wasn't down. So you got to hope, and that's another reason. Are you going to come to the ballpark now? If you, when when you saw the Phillies in two thousand eight <laughs> or two thousand nine or two thousand ten, yeah, every night it was other than Joe. I'd Plan. like to point out I went to see Bailey Falter last week. So you're asking the wrong person, just but, like I said. Exactly, your son, it was the wrong example. So without Wheeler, your choice, your your Sanchez, go, you're going to get Christopher Sanchez, 
Billy Falter. Yes. Aaron Nola. No, I'm t- other, other than other than no, Nola, you'll get Ranger Suarez. Which I, look, I like Ranger Suarez, like but, Ranger. but I'm not going to see him. And and then who's their fifth starter? You're going to see a team that's and and winning. Kyle Gibson. I mean, come on! You, you want a reason that people aren't get excited to go down to the game? You go to a Mets game, you, you got a forty percent chance of seeing Scherzer, Degrom. Yeah, that's some good pitching. And Did the rest see- of their pitch, they have Carrasco when he wasn't hurt. They have Bassett, like. That's part of the problem is is you have to get pitching in order to get people in there because people go sit there and they look at the box score and they're going, oh, well, like, that's going to be a loss. Jeff, we've only got like five minutes left. You, you actually, before the game last week, said, my luck, I'm going to get Bailey Falter, which was the one win And I still weekend. went to the game. But, well, but some people don't. I mean, I had the tickets, so I was going. Yeah, but uh, that's you. We got five minutes left. Did you see Tyrese Maxey at the Phillies game the other night doing the broadcast? Yes, the and that's going to get more people in the stands. It is. Come on. It's not in the Who baseball stands. Who cares that stand. Tyrese it, Maxey was there? It make, he's, look, this weekend he's at the Union game. It's definitely not a bad thing to have your players out in the community being seen supporting other teams. It's right. good for all of them. So he'll be banging the drum at the Union game on mm-hmm. Saturday night. I thought he was entertaining in the broadcast. I'm glad they didn't trade him. I am. Five minutes left. Tell me about some golf, Jeff. What do you, want to, you, you really want to talk about live golf? You mm-hmm. want to talk about Lee Westwood sitting there saying that they're hypocrites? Uh, here's the baffling thing. Yes, the PGA Tour decided to regroup and start listening to their players more. So if you, if you want to go back in time and say, did, did Phil Mickelson, was he right? He was right about some things. For our listeners, they increase purses, they increase the number of tournaments, basically all the, a lot of the things. And when you're talking live, about purses, you're not talking about Louis Vuitton. Yeah, the amount of money that they'll okay. win. Uh, and these were a lot of things that the live, the live golfers that left the tour were calling for and complaining about. So Okay, and so, and so yes, so Phil Mickelson might be right that it put leverage on them to do things a little differently or a lot differently. However, it doesn't justify it. So... You still have the elephant in the room, which is... We don't talk about that. It's like Fight Club. It, it, <laughs> it is whether, and as some people are calling it, the Saudi golf tour, you, you, you have... Not you. <laughs> you have this issue that is you have to decide what your own morals are. And yes, I know that people want to do moral equivalencies and sit there and say, well, the NBA does this with China and this and that. You can do that to your blue in the face. It doesn't make what you're doing any better. If Mickelson and and Dustin Johnson felt that the PGA Tour wasn't doing things the way they wanted, guess what they could have done? They could have started their own tour. They did not have to take hundreds of millions of dollars. And I'm not telling don't take it. Just don't call the PGA players who stayed hypocrites. That's the part that you like the most. That's the part that baffles me because it completely ignores the very issue that's repugnant to some people when Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson, and and remember, I was a huge Phil Mickelson fan. Yeah, this was disappointing for you. No, this was it was disgusting to me, especially the way he said it to say, well, it's worth it. If we can get more money, then it's worth it to get in bed with these guys. I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. I think at some point, especially it's not like Mickelson doesn't have what a hundred million plus dollars. He didn't need to do this. So it, you want to do it? That's fine. Don't call the guys who stayed hypocrites and don't sit there and mock them because they got together with the PGA and talked it out and found solutions that's better for everyone. What do you think about the Tiger Rory 
uh, announcement of a tech-infused golf league that will travel around with team matches. And it's it's fun. Look, if this is what they want to do, and and give Tiger credit, Tiger hasn't always led. And you remember, I remember when he first came up, his father was talking about how he was going to be a leader and he was going to change the world and all that stuff. Tiger always seemed to be wanted to stay out of. Yeah, the reluctant water. to do that. Yes. He's taken a leadership role in this. And I know people will sit there and go, well, Tiger has a stake in some of the stuff that goes on with the PGA Tour. And so does Rory. And that they're business people and they're doing that. And somehow that makes them hypocrite. No, it doesn't. They weren't doing it before. They decided to take this leadership role and they're actually doing something and they're improving the sport that they care about. And they stayed to do it. And yes, Tiger doesn't need another penny either. But you heard how much he was offered. But that's the kind of thing that they're doing that when I talk about baseball, this will broaden the golf audience. People who don't watch 18 holes of golf will sit and watch an hour or two of a competition of teams going back and forth. Really? I think you so. will? Yeah, I think there will be people. Oh, I, 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 I think there will, and I think eventually they'll be betting on it too. And then that'll get more people into it. Uh, Jeff, 30 seconds left. End of summer coming. Are you more excited for the fall for baseball, for football? football. What, what are you excited college about? College football. Oh, it's week you know, zero. This, this is, no, what do you mean week zero? This is week one. Well, no, There's college football this weekend. Yes, it's officially called week zero, actually. Why? I don't know. What does that mean? I have no idea. Okay, well, college football, congratulations. Once again, you've baffled us. That's going to be the final thought for this league. No, we'll Michigan football should be the final thought. No, we're, we need to go with the battle. Right. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Make sure to join us next Friday night to help you start your weekend in style. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.